That's enough. I had to let Ray get off. I ain't gonna play the whole song. I probably actually played too much, but you know, we ain't selling this or making no money, so hopefully nobody won't bother me in my little podcast. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Ah! <laughs> this is Kells at came. Jesus, thanks for asking. Podcast episode 257. I am back. Sorry for the delay, but I hope y'all understand. I initially thought that they would make the call by Thursday, so I was like, all right. You know, Thursday, Friday, a couple days late, no big deal. By the time, and I didn't, you know, when the, when they didn't do it by Thursday, I'm like, oh, and then they, you know, doing all the shenanigans I'm talking about in the, in the minute, I was like, oh, I don't know, because I didn't, I didn't want to, what I didn't want to do was record the thing on Wednesday, right? It, it, they calling on Thursday or Friday, and, and then we got to, you know, y'all had to, we got to wait a whole week to, to celebrate, so I was like, I'm going to just wait, and if it's late, it's late. So... Today's Saturday, uh, November 7th, 2020, and the race has finally been called. Joe Biden is the 46th uh, President of the United States. Kamala Harris has been elected the 46th Vice President. Well, do the Vice President go the same? Yeah, 46, I don't think, I think it's the same. 46th Vice President of the United States. And I just want to say, I told you niggas. I told y'all. 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 All right. Let's go. Because I got a few things to say. First of all, um, you know, I, I have said on here before that we have to save ourselves. 
and so I'm very proud of America, I'm very proud of us, because that's exactly what we did, it is not on, on candidates, it is not on presidents and vice presidents, senators and congress to come in and wave their magic wands and make our lives better, it is on us to make our lives better, and the way we do that is we elect the people who are going to, regardless of whether they are perfect, regardless of whether they agree on us on every issue, regardless of whether they, you know, run around with their hair on fire, whatever the fuck else you motherfuckers want these people to be doing, are they gonna work with us, and are they aligned with us to push our interests where we need to go, or are they trying to kill us and bring back some other bullshit that ain't nobody trying to do um, we won we won a mandate we won the electoral college and we won the popular vote, in the United States that's called a mandate, okay I'm relieved, I'm happy I was praying, I try not to pray for like silly, well, it's not silly, but you know what I mean, like, I, I'm not the nigga that's be praying for the election and shit like that, but this time, you know I was, cause I was like, hey, this is, this is serious, if we lose, whew, we in a vice, so, thank God we didn't, I, I didn't think we did, I had confidence that we, that this would happen, even, everybody says if it wasn't for COVID, I'm sure, COVID, I'm sure, helped but I, I I don't think Trump was gonna win COVID and no COVID. I'll, I'll go into why. It may have been a little a bit closer, but I really don't think he was gonna win COVID. And the reason I say that is because we see that um, these Trump people still voted for Trump as COVID is burning up their lungs at, at probably as we speak. Right? They're still out there breathing hard, voting for for Trump. So, but I'll, I'll go into a little bit more detail. I'm sorry. I just um, we're not doing yours and negative two goes. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, but, um, you know, I didn't, as this, as I had to wait to record, I, I didn't arrange things like I usually do, so this is gonna be kind of, not all over the place, but, the order might not be as logical, I just wanna make sure I get everything, um, so, let me start with this, and then I'll get into the more celebratory stuff, even though this whole thing is celebratory, so, on election night, I was really worried. Now, y'all know I've came on here before, and I said I didn't know why they said it was going to be close. I thought it was going to be called that night, and I thought he, it was going to be a wipeout. And Joe did end up uh, wipe, wiping out. It was. It ended up being exactly like I said, but why I was confused on election night is because, like I told y'all, I haven't been following, you know, I've been keeping my eye on it, but I haven't been, like, deep, I'm not, like, obsessively Googling, like, a, a lot of you all, right? So, um, I, I didn't realize that some of these states were not counting the early votes or the mail-in votes they couldn't count in Pennsylvania being one to the day of the election, so I was confused, because the reason why I was saying I didn't think it was going to be close, because in my mind, I was like, we got the early votes, which we know are record numbers, which we know are most likely Biden um, voters, we got the mail-ins, which God bless y'all, y'all played with y'all lives in the mail-ins, and I'm glad it worked out, but I really was not counting on the mail, I wanted to go in person, and I was like, okay, so then the mail-ins are gonna come, so by the time election night gets here, Joe's already gonna have an enormous lead, so it's just gonna be, are the people who come that day to vote for Trump, and we know there's gonna be Biden voters that day as well, are there gonna be enough Trump voters to override those numbers, and I didn't see it, I was like, I don't see it, none of the data says it's not there, so that's why on election night, when every state was red, I was like, what's going on, these ones because they came out, this is a, this this don't make no sense. They can it ain't enough for them. How they do this? How they do this? So then when they said later, like you know, because they doing this shit for drama and, and ratings, and I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. And I think it's malpractice, and I think they should get sued or whatever, but or fined or something. But um, when they said later in the night, Steve Kornacki, bless his heart, he said later in the night as they were waiting on Pennsylvania, they were like, um, then they explained what was going on, and I was like, oh. 
so that's when I went to bed, I went to bed nervous, but I was like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense, because I was like, these motherfuckers done voted, voted, they came out and outvoted record numbers, this is, what is going on, this is part these motherfuckers done fucking lied to us again, but it didn't match the data, I was like, it don't, it, it, that, but that's not matching the data, so I was so confused, I'm like, are they flipping it, which I didn't think they were, because I, I you know, like I said, but behind the scenes, I'm sure they, they, um, it seems like they, uh, you know, corrected for that, and I just don't think Russia was helping them like they was before, I think them locking up Paul Manafort and all that, and kind of broke whatever they had going on, and um, I'm sure, like I said, Intel was probably watching them extra close, not giving them certain bits of information, I'm, I'm positive with that, so I didn't think it was that, but it just wasn't making sense, so, and I, and Pennsylvania going red, like I said, people was like, oh, I was like, I don't know why y'all think Pennsylvania is going to go Trump, Pennsylvania went Trump last time, Pennsylvania rarely goes Trump, it went Trump, for, I mean, sorry, rarely goes red, it went red for, I think, for Ronald Reagan, but the whole fucking map went red for Ronald Reagan, and I think it went red for Bush Sr., maybe, maybe, I don't, I think, I, I, I can't recall, I think they said the last time was 92, uh, no, I no, that was Georgia. I don't I can't remember. Anyway, Pennsylvania very rarely goes red. However, when Pennsylvania does go red, that's when the Republican wins because Pennsylvania's key state. And Pennsylvania's Joe Biden's home state. I know he's a senator of Delaware, but Delaware, like I said before, it's just like I don't know. Delaware is like the Long Island of <laughs> Pennsylvania of Philadelphia. It's I, it's like a suburb. It's I know it's a whole last state, but um sorry. I know it's a whole last state, but it's really just a suburb, it was like, you know, New Jersey, New Jersey's a whole last state, but northern New Jersey is like a suburb, it's not, actually, that's not even correct, because New Jersey is a whole last state, Delaware is Pennsylvania, I don't know, it don't make sense to y'all, I know, but if you just gotta be from there to know, it's, it's Pennsylvania, so, I knew that, um, I knew he was gonna win Pennsylvania, because that's his home state, and Joe Biden is very well liked in Delaware, which is Pennsylvania, it don't make sense, just go with it, <laughs> I'm telling you, when people say they're going to Wilmington, it's like, oh, okay, I, it's, it's Pennsylvania, so anyway, um, yeah, so, that's why I was nervous for the election night, but once I knew that, I was like, oh, okay, then as the numbers came in, numbers came in, now listen, I understand everybody's scared to death of, you know, from 2020 when they called it too soon, and I don't even know if they called it too soon in 2020, um, and they didn't seem to have a problem calling it too soon when Donald Trump had, you know, they were still counting votes on Donald Trump, but whatever, I don't really think, people saying, oh, they thought they were scared of Trump, I don't really think it, that is, I think it, I think in Nevada, and we'll see if they say, but they had a lot of threats out there, you know, and they had the G- GOP operatives out there, and I think that Nevada might have, and if this is what they did, look, I, you know, I can't blame them, I think they were afraid, I think, because they kept saying, look, we, we fearing for our lives, I think they didn't want to, I mean, they out there in the middle of nowhere with all them fucking crazy ass, you know, gun nuts and shit, and I was like, I don't think Nevada want to call it, I don't think Nevada want to put their numbers in and have them people rush them or whatever, so they was like, look, we, ain't nobody, we got two little ass cities out here, you know, Pennsylvania is the one everybody waiting for, and let Pennsylvania call it, and then when we do it, it ain't gonna be our fault maybe, maybe not, maybe they really just were, you know, trying to get through the votes the best they can, but I've, I just feel like that, cause you can't tell me that, um, Georgia and Pennsylvania and these big ass states was counting at a faster pace and got done before y'all so, um whew, anyway, thank God um, so but 
the networks, listen, y'all are, with this shit y'all just did here, cause y'all really, once it was mathematically impossible, y'all should have called it, okay, if that was Trump, it would have been called on Friday, cause on Friday it was actually mathematical, soon as, soon as Biden pulled ahead of Trump in Georgia, it should have been called, because, uh, y'all have been counting for how many days to that point, and no more, that, somebody on Twitter, it was funny, somebody on Twitter said Trump had been hanging at two foot, <laughs> 214 since Tuesday, no votes, no nothing, just vibes, <laughs> it was accurate, cause after, you know, all his people came out on that day, and it wasn't enough, and, um, you know, I hear people saying that he suppressed his own, now I told y'all, didn't I tell y'all that, I said the male, he was gonna suppress his own people, because it's really, it's older people, outside of COVID, it's older people who mail their, their votes, older people on both sides, but I don't think that's actually, I mean, he, so I think he did suppress his votes, but I don't think he suppressed, I don't think that's what happened, I don't think he suppressed his votes and like, you know, his voters, his voters came out, like clearly, we saw they came out in record numbers, they came out, even more came out for him the last time, they just came on voting day because, you know, Corona's a hoax and COVID is a hoax, and honestly, I just think they're not, they're stupid, they're not savvy, and you know, mailing a vote, I mean, I, you know, I'm gonna, just, we know who mails votes, right, um, too many black people did, but y'all came through, thank God, but I just think they, I think all his people came out, I don't think that any of them did not come out, I think they came out, and there just were not enough, there were way more of us than there were of them, and that matches the data, and that makes sense, um, you know, the data that I was talking about, it, it, and it wasn't the polls, I wasn't, when I was saying it, I wasn't looking at polls, I was looking at, um, in the primaries, like, you, the same maps Steve Kornacki was doing, when, in 2018, they were doing, and they were showing that from 2018, the, the places that, um, Trump had won in, in the election, like those little outside suburbs, the little county, do, shit, do we know every county in America now? I don't, but I'm just saying somebody does, um, they were showing how those were going, they went red for Trump, but in 2018 they went blue, that's what the blue wave was, so, so the, and the data had carried from that, and so, and, and all through this race, not the polls, but the primaries, where people were voting, they were showing that, that Biden was getting Trump voters in all these places, in these suburbs, which what Trump was talking about, and everywhere, they were like, yeah, they, here in the primary, these, more people have voted for, the, for um, Biden, so they were like, yeah, these, these, these counties, last time, were not this blue, so what that means is, people who voted for Trump prior are now voting for Biden, he was getting Trump voters, so, that's what I meant by the data, that's why I was like, all this old media bullshit, y'all running around here talking, oh, y'all don't know shit is racist, I'm like, yeah, shit always been racist, but, you, I, you know, you with this, I deal in facts and numbers, I don't deal in niggas talking shit, cause, on the internet, cause half of y'all don't fuck y'all talking about anyway, so, that's how, that's what I, that's how I knew that Joe was gonna win, and it probably would have been a little closer without COVID, but, Joe was still beating Trump, even before that, he was beating Trump, now, I'll tell you when, shit, this is hard when I'm off, not organized like I usually am, um, okay, I'll tell you when I, I'll tell you the moment that I think, so, so the, the, the demographics from this time show, now we gotta call white women the 55%, because more of them voted for for Trump this time, but, and more black men, I'm not gonna talk about y'all, I did enough on, on Twitter, I'm just gonna say, um, look, you can't take everybody with you, um, these black men, I saw something, Charlamagne talking about black men and new swing voters, no you're not, like, anybody black voting for Trump, look, 
got to leave them behind, we can't be reaching, same way, same way we say we can't keep constantly reaching out to these fucking swing, quote finger swing voters, cause that's not who it is, neither is anybody black who wants to vote for Trump, like, we just can't let them go be with the Trump, the whoever the fuck they want to be with, you know, we, we gotta move forward to people who wanna move forward, it's 2020, I'm not trying to talk sense to nobody that's black and voting for Trump, we know what that's about, we know what that is, we know who it is, they're not, they don't matter, they're not important, and hopefully after this, when we get a pivot back to seriousness and real shit, them motherfuckers will be deplatformed and have to go back to the studio where they belong, okay, hopefully, we'll see, um, but the moment more white men voted for Joe Biden, that's not surprising to me, I expected that, military went for him 4-1, to one. that's not surprising to me, I expected that because of two things, um, the first thing is Joe Biden is a white male, and that's why, when I, y'all know I was for Kamala from the beginning, I think at any other time, Kamala could, could win, um, I think she's about to step into this VP role, and people are gonna get used to her, and be accustomed to her, and get used to women in leadership, and I think that she's, that's gonna make her strong, um, a favorite for, for, for being president next, but at, you know, at a time like this, when we're at this crossroads, which I think we are, are we gonna stay this racist ass fucking bigoted country that we have been for so long, are we gonna finally try to chip some bricks away and get over to the other side, um, and just to, just, you know, to make our chances of chipping the bricks away better, let's get these people a white man, okay, let's get these people a white man that they can feel comfortable voting for, Kamala Harris can be VP because I'm, I'm, I'm about, listen, I was in the Marine Corps, which is an extremely white, extremely male, extremely conservative institution, not as much as you would think, it, not as much as you would think, there's, like, everybody, it's, the military is, is, is as diverse as the population, so, yes, when people, when I say that, we mean generally, and we mean culture-wise, but the people, not necessarily, I mean, like, you know, political leanings, I would say, Republican, conservative, probably 70, 80% to 20, so that's a lot, but it's not all, right, I'm just saying, and and that's black and white, I mean, people who go into military tend to be more conservative, but they are conservative in a certain way, right, conservative in that, um, you know, they want money for the military, of course, um, you know, they don't believe in, a, a lot of religious folks don't believe in just regular white people church shit, right, however they are not because we're in the military and because we're putting our life on the line and because we ha- have sworn this duty and because fr- quite frankly, I'll say it again, we put our lives on the line, they're not conservative and stupid do you know what I mean? like, like they're not, these MAGA people are stupid, they, they, people in the military tend to be conservative but not stupid, the first time, that's why the first time around when they all voted for Trump I think, personally I think that was just not liking Hillary Clinton because these conspiracies that have been working on her for 30 years, people just believe it, you can't tell them no different, and a lot of them just didn't want no woman president, just the virgin and, and, and that's what it is, I don't think it was for military people and a lot of white men, I don't think it was necessarily that they agreed with Trump or that they even empathized with Trump, I think they just was like I can, I'm not voting for no goddamn Hillary Clinton she eats babies in the pizza parlor and that's just that, and she a woman and I just, I ain't ready for all that, that's my personal opinion, you could disagree, yes, a lot of it was racism, we know that, but I don't think, I, I, I don't think that that was, um, I think that there, that was not all white men, and I think the fact that they have left him and gone to uh, Biden, who has a black woman vice president, shows that. The, I think what 
when I thought when I thought Biden really if he hadn't pulled any 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 uh Trump voters before I think when he really got a, a good portion of white men because I'm very familiar with white men because I've been in the military and with the kind of white men that we're talking about here because I've been in the Marine Corps and I, I know them and I had to work with them and I had to serve with them and I just I just know how to I know how they think I know how they are I know how to navigate most of them even the most racist ones I still know how to navigate them because you have to in the military. You can't, you know, ain't no HR to run to in the fucking military. Ain't nobody getting fired. You might, worst case scenario, get sent off to another or, you know, but get charges bought. But that's got to be super extreme. And I'm just talking about the Marine Corps. I don't know about the Army. I know it's all this all this stuff, uh, rigmarole going on with the cases and the murders, I get that like I told y'all once before, cultures are very different, Marine Corps, we have our problems, but I don't know nothing about the Army's problems are different than the Navy than the Air Force, I'm just telling you about Marines and what I know um, and so I know them very well and I know that when Joe Biden gave that speech about his son Bo and how angry he was that Trump called them losers, and you could see it, it was real, he was shaking, he was really mad, he got a lot of white male voters with that, because a lot of white male voters empathized and understood what he was saying, because number one, his son was in the military, there's all kind of pictures with him in the military, Joe was very proud of it, a lot of these white men, they have kids in the military, their sons are in the military, and they're just as proud of their sons in the military as Joe was, some of them themselves may be veterans, so even if they don't have sons, they know what it's like to sacrifice, and to be in the military, and they know what that means, and I know people, some of y'all listen to me, y'all civilians, y'all might have an idea, you know, some of you are military families, and you probably know a little bit more, but it, it, you, you, if you don't, you really don't know, it really is a sacrifice, it is really hard to be away from your family all over the world, you don't have any control over your life, because you have this duty, and if they tell you you have to go, you have to go, and it ain't no complaining, it ain't no whining, you have to go, you have to go to places where maybe people look like you, and maybe you have to shoot and kill, and do whatever people who look like you, or even if they don't look like you, just helpless people who are just poor, and born in these third world countries and under these dictatorships and these and these terrorists and and it's a lot and and you know you 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 move every couple years and it, it's a lot it's a sacrifice and even when you know when you're deployed you know the movies make it look like it's non-stop action but it's not it's a lot of hurry up and wait and do nothing that's why when the um pandemic first started and I told you I was like hey I, this is a lot like being in the military it's a lot of what we do you might be in Iraq you might be in Afghanistan you might be wherever you are and a, a good portion of your time is just sitting around you ain't shooting and running and doing like all the time you really are not like you're sitting around you're doing drills you're preparing to do stuff you're cleaning your weapons you're just you know laying around hot in the sun and you know you start doing stupid shit that's like when you see them videos of the, of the, of the um, you know soldiers playing soccer with their shirts off or doing a dance contest or watching this frozen that's why you see that because people have just bored as fuck and we just start doing any old fucking thing cause like you ain't what, even, what else we gonna do it's nothing to do it's a sacrifice and it's hard and for somebody like Trump and, and all those fucking vile ass people who, who not, who've never sacrificed anything in their lives and are fucking selfish and fucking stupid and don't care about anything but money and scamming and grift to call people like that uh, uh, losers, to call John McCain, who I ain't no fan of John McCain, but who was a 
POW in Vietnam, shot down over Vietnam, tortured in Hotel Hanoi, and refused to leave until all his men could be free, because that's what you do in the military, that's what's expected of you, another sacrifice, like you, you nobody wants to be, and you know, leaders, who, who John McCain was, officers, leaders, the highest ranking person is not supposed to go home when you got privates and PFCs and captains and people under you. So you just, you just don't do that. Right. So that's very brave and that's very bold. And it takes a lot of courage and for, and for some fucking piece of shit ass, fat ass, coward ass, never, never sacrifice anything in his fucking life. Daddy gave him all the money ass, you know, and blew it all and bankrupt and just the worst mother, just nothing redeeming at all to say about this man, to call those brave men and women, some who've given, given their lives and their arms and their limbs and whatever else, losers and cowards. I know that that moment is when Joe Biden won this election because I know millions of, of white men and women all over the country saw that and were like, we voting for Joe because Joe gets it. And and how could he not? He he lost, you know, his son who was in the military, and not just Bo, but also Hunter during the during the debate when, when Trump tried to first of all, with your trash ass children, uh Don Jr. looked like he chewing on goddamn uh bubblegum every time you're on screen because it's coke jaw so hard for you to make fun of somebody else's drug drug addiction but I think just even the way Joe handled that like hey my son had problems and he he got himself together and he picked himself up and he's doing just fine now and I'm proud of him that's a lot with this opioid epidemic and everything going on here I bet you a lot of people uh could empathize with that and understand that too and know exactly what Joe was talking about Joe Biden is somebody who's had a lot of tragedy in his life and He's just—he's a good man. He comes across as a good man. He—he's empathetic. He doesn't come across as fake or phony. And and like I said, in that moment when he when he said when he was mad, he was upset, and you could see it. It wasn't—it wasn't theatrical. It wasn't—you could see it. Um, and I think that's what I think that's when what Joe Biden won this election for for white men. Um, and I said, I knew it then I didn't say anything though, because I was just like, we're going to see, and you know, a lot of stuff, like I said, civilians, y'all just don't, some things y'all just don't understand. So it don't even matter to try to talk to you. Cause you just, you're not going to get it. Cause it's not, it's not an experience you, you had and you don't just don't understand that bond and that, you know, how that, how that crosses so many things. Um, so you know, I, I knew Joe was going to win. Joe was the perfect person. He's a perfect guy. He's probably the only one who could beat Trump at this time because we know people would vote for Trump just out of spite. But you got to be a, a special asshole to be, you know, just you. There's nothing you could. They tried everything with Joe Biden, but he's just a legitimate, authentic guy. And I think everybody saw that. And it's like, man, look, all that bullshit, we ain't trying to hear it. Um, yeah. And so you know, that's why I think he won, um, congratulations to, oh, okay, wait, let me start this, congratulations to Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is the first, um, woman VP in the U.S., she's the first black Indian, South Asian VP, I'm saying black VP in the United States, um, I, y'all know I was rocking with her from the beginning, I think of all the candidates, she was, Rachel Maddow, I was listening to her earlier, or no, Claire McClaskill, I was looking, listening to her early, earlier, she explained it perfectly, she was like, even when Kamala dropped out, she was not out of the conversation, because she's like, I think she's somebody that people look at, they see that her experience, her gravitas, and that she can do the job, like, people look at her and see somebody who can do 
the job. She's a senator from California. We see her um, in these hearings. She's the head of the Intel. She's just she's a formidable person and and the right person for the job. Um, number one. Um, number two, the fact that she's an HBCU graduate, I think, is amazing, I think HBCU is about to get, man, all these schools about to get hit with these applications, I hope y'all ready, financial aid, y'all gonna have to go through some boot camp or something, cause this old slow shit y'all was doing before, y'all gonna have to step the game up, cause y'all gonna have some, y'all gonna have a whole lot of students, from all across all kind of, listen, it ain't all this you know, second class citizen stuff y'all was on before, and just happy to be here, and all this, I, don't, I ain't go to HBCU, but I know enough people who went, y'all, that ain't gonna work these people gonna be in here, wanting their answers and wanting their financial aid on time, and why you ain't got it, and you know, so I hope y'all ready, especially you, Howard University, um, um, yeah, so I, I, I told you, I never told y'all this, but when I was, um, finishing up my degree in, in the Marine Corps, um, I, I, I got admitted to Howard, and I was gonna go to Howard, I got in, and the reason why I ended up going to Maryland, um, transferring back to Maryland is because, um, when I went to Howard, you know, cause I had gone to Cornell, I told y'all for all them years and I had all them credits and stuff, but Howard wasn't trying to take them. Howard was like, Oh, well we can't take, and I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you trying to put me back to a freshman? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, I went, I went, you gonna take these goddamn credits and Maryland took all of them. Cause Maryland was like, yeah, you know, okay, sure. And all I had to do. So anyway, if not for that, I would have been Howard grad myself, but you know, whatever I'm university of Maryland. So, um, but, um, you know, she most most of these candidates come from elite schools, the Harvard's, the Yales. Um, Kamala is, is somebody that was working class. She was raised by a single mother. She worked her way up. She went to a HBCU. You know, she went to I think Berkeley Law School. Regular schools is what I'm saying. Very good. Very you know n- not you know nothing subpar, but just not the Ivy League, not that elite. And I think that that's very good. And I think that's what we need. I think AOC went to Boston College or Boston AOC also. Regular schools, not you know not very good schools. Very hard. Very competitive. Don't I'm not saying that it ain't like Devry, but I'm saying not you know not these super elite rich white. Ivy League schools that everybody else is going to and I think that's amazing, I think that's great, I think that's what we need because I think that, that you know, that's most of the population most, of, most you know, we have this great student loan debt, why go into debt trying to go to Harvard, you can go to Penn State, Penn State is an outstanding school, you go to University of Maryland you go to University of North Carolina, you go to University of Virginia you can go to Ohio State, you can go to um University of California system, and you can still be president, you can still be vice president, why not, those are great schools, they're all ranked nationally, they all have, you know, great uh, endowments, especially the, especially the big sports schools, we know how much money the University of Florida is, and, uh, and um, you know, the, uh, what, Alabama's, and, and Clemson's, and all, I'm not sure if Clemson is public, is it, I think it is, but we know all these great schools with these great University of Texas, all these great schools with these great student populations. Everybody's there. It's very, very smart. Not to mention the HBCUs. And it's not just Howard. I don't know all of them. And I, I ain't going to try front like I know all of them. But Howard, you know, the main ones FAMU, um, what? Lincoln, uh, Spelman, Morehouse, um, Xavier, mm, Okay, that's the, all the ones I know. Sorry, uh, Bethune Cookman. Ain't no y'all ain't got what named after Harriet Tubman. I feel like Harriet Tubman should have an HBCU. Y'all should get on that. Um, anyway, all of them. Sorry, I don't know them all. Y- y'all, I I just don't. Um, and there's so many. T- I know Cheney because that's in Philly, and I know Lincoln because that's in Philly. But it's so many. When I somebody showed like the list that it was like a hundred, a thousand, I was like, huh? Never heard of them. 
Um, so, but that's amazing because great, great, great students go to those schools all the time. Those schools are affordable and it doesn't make you any less qualified or, or ambitious because you go to an HBCU over whatever. I never went to HBCU because like I've said before, I was most, I feel like most people go HBCUs. They go because for the culture and experience, and a lot of people go cause that's where their parents or their grandparents went, whatever, but they go for the, the to be around other black people and be in that community. And I get that. I totally understand that because that's exactly why I did not go to HBCU because I didn't want to be, I was, I'm from Philadelphia it's an all black city basically, well it's not all black, it's, it's a good mixture but it's, it's majority black I had been around black people all my life I was raised by a crazy black Muslim so I was tired of black people, I was like listen I want to go to a suburban campus with some ivy and some pumpkin spice and say hi to Amanda and Katie and hey bad Barry and Chad and you know eat my little green bean ca- I'm not going to eat it but you know green bean casserole, my cucumber sandwiches and just chill for four years, that's all, I don't need all the, you know, I don't need all this excitement and, and you know urban rigmarole that was just me but um you know a lot of people go and their profile is going to be much higher I think it's great um the only thing I worry I hope I hope I hope I hope you know how it go now all the white people all of a sudden oh well, we want to go to Howard too I hope that's not how it go look y'all got every country in, the, in every school in the country to go to please continue to go there the whole reason HBCUs came up is because when emancipation came y'all you know y'all ain't want us to have nothing y'all wanted to snatch all that shit back and want to let us in your schools we had to go all the way to the Supreme Court to get to go to school and so you know in the meantime time, people made their own schools, so they founded their own colleges so black people could get educated, that's why it's called historically black college and university, it doesn't mean all it's not called all black college and university because a lot of people say, that. well we can't have our own white schools, actually you do, every other school is an all white school um, you only start letting us in with the, uh, what 1965 Civil Rights Act and you still barely do that, like I think they just had to vote in California now to overturn the ban on affirmative action because we got into, you know, every every white person, every, every one black person that gets in a class of 20,000, they stole your spot, so, um, that's the only thing I worry about, uh, is historically black colleges and universities, is, is, we've been, African Americans have been going to them schools for years, and we need to continue going, uh, last thing I want to see is now, you know, it's hype, because Kamala went to Howard, oh, I want to go to Howard University, and now it's a bunch of white people gentrifying the HBCUs, please don't, if you're white and you're listening, please don't, please tell your friends, y'all continue to go to Ohio State and all these other schools, and, lead HBCUs for the underserved children, uh, black kids, a lot of rural kids go there, a lot of kids that probably can't get into um, those other schools, and not because not because the admission standards are any lower but because, um, you know culturally at those schools, there's more of an understanding for you know, the backgrounds and the, and the economic uh, circumstances where these people come from, and so the admissions um what's the word I want to say the the thing that people are fighting against affirmative action is they don't want the whole situation to be taken in, in consideration, they just want oh I have the best grades, I have the best score, I should get in as if, you know, that's what college is all about it's not, HBCUs are more tuned into African Americans so they, they know more, okay this person's background, actually you know, maybe their score is not the highest or but you know, they had to do their homework on the train at night, you know, I, you know what I'm saying, like, it's more in tune to African-American culture, 
but don't get it fucked up, these schools are like, Howard is not hard to get, it's, it's very hard to get into, Spelman, Morehouse, very competitive, my cousin, I got into Howard, I told y'all, my cousin applied to Morehouse, he didn't get in, he didn't get into Morehouse, and he, that's where he really wanted to go, and he was a decent student, I don't know, I think he was a good student. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know his grades or anything like that. But I mean, he got he, he ended up going to West Virginia, which is his state school. Um, but yeah, it's not these schools are not at all easy to get into. Okay, especially not the big names. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm happy for that. Congrats to her. I told y'all. I knew it. I knew that Biden Harris would be the winning ticket. I knew it. Um, I unfortunately, um, and there's a quote from Shirley Chisholm, I think she's right, unfortunately you know, I don't think in this country, I don't think we can just propel a woman to presidency we tried it with Hillary, you know, and she God bless Hillary Clinton, because she took it with grace, and I do think Hillary broke the ceiling a bit, because I think a lot of people looked at what happened to her, and how qualified she was, and were like, oh no, we're not doing this no more, but I think that you probably do need to have a woman and probably a vice president first, for us just to get used to it, other countries, Madeleine Albright, uh, what's the lady that died, um, the British lady Mar- Margaret Thatcher, um the lady in Germany, um, Angela Merkel, other countries bended this, but, you know, we have this barrier, we finally broke it, so, you know, and I think Kamala's gonna get in there and do work, and, you know, with AOC in them as well, so I think that, you know, moving forward, we will have one. Um, that being said, Nancy Pelosi talking about running again, listen, Nancy Pelosi, it's enough. You got. You have to step down. You are eighty something. All of y'all. Y'all are too old. Y'all need to step down. Y'all need to pass the torch. We cannot just keep doing this. Should have learned the lesson with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Should have then retired her so that we're not in a position where our entire future is hanging on an eighty-seven-year-old woman who is fiercely biting, fighting cancer. But like, let's be realistic, okay? We cannot keep continuing to do that. Leadership. Part of good leadership is passing the torch. Part of good leadership is bringing up people behind you and understanding that you can be a leader without being at that platform. Now, Nancy can be in the background, Nancy can give advice, Nancy can be in the ear, that's what consigliaries do, okay and, but she needs to step back because we're in a different time now, and this this timidness, this middle of the roadness, this, it's not it's not it, okay Nancy, listen we owe you a lot, you have done a lot no doubt, you have distinguished duty, your name will go down in history Nancy Pelosi, but it's time for you to step aside and now, let me get on you other motherfuckers I don't just want y'all to think I come in here talking about Nancy and all of that shit, you fucking super liberal left wing people, I need y'all to y'all know y'all won't, but we all would like for y'all to just be quiet and sit down, because if nothing else you learn from this, it should be that this country is not left, it's progressive, but it is not left it is not radical, we are not defunding the police, we're not abolishing the police we're all this old crazy shit y'all be hollering about cut it out, because it costs seats downstream because listen, like I told y'all this summer, and y'all wanted to argue, and some of y'all still arguing, you make shit harder than it needs to be why are you saying defund police when people hear defund police, they, they hear get rid of police, because that's the way the word is 
generally used, and that's the context it is used in. And you can pull out your 20-page PowerPoint and explain why. That's stupid. You motherfuckers need to talk, learn how to talk to regular people in regular ways. You need to, not to, it don't need to be a sound bite. Like, we don't need to dumb it down to that point, but maybe we do, whatever works. But the point is, you need to talk plain. You need to talk regular. People have jobs. They ain't in no PhD programs. They not fucking nerds and geeks and doing all this shit all day. They busy. They got to work. They got their kids on the Zoom homework. Say what you mean. I don't have time to be Googling no goddamn defund police. I'm trying to Google this fucking arithmetic for little Katie here so we can both pass second grade, okay? I told y'all, stop, if you mean, if you mean allocate more money to social services, say that, because people are for that, people understand that, people are, if you say, look, the police got to, we want to give more money to the schools, when it say that, defund police, all people here is abolish, and nobody wants to hear that, okay, You, you motherfuckers need to talk regular, you need to talk plain, you fucking black motherfuckers, I'm tired of y'all, because y'all get around these little white liberals, and you come around your family talking crazy, with all this bullshit, listen, and white liberals, they don't have the lived experience that black people do, okay, you coming around your elders, and your aunties, your uncles, you talking to them like they stupid, and call them stupid, and uneducated, they not uneducated, they know, because they have lived it, okay, because they had to step off the sidewalk when the white people was coming, because they had to avert their eyes so the white man wouldn't say, oh, what you staring at, nigga, get out, what you looking at, boy, who you eyeballing, boy, okay, they had a lived experience, and it wasn't that long ago, 1965, 1975, y'all coming around them talking crazy with all this old white liberal bullshit, okay, that's, nobody don't want to hear that, black people like police, you know why we like police? Because back in the day, when police wouldn't protect us at all, we had to have our guns to keep the Klan and everybody else off of us, because the police didn't work for us, even though we paid our taxes as a citizen like everybody else, so now, that we finally got a little bit of standing, got a little bit of foot, and we paying our taxes, we want the police to come work for us, the same as doing, here y'all come, I'll abolish your people, we ain't, we ain't abolishing shit, nigga, we ain't abolishing shit, we pay tax money, you gonna fucking serve us the same way you serve everybody else, or we gonna bring in somebody who will, that's what it is, we nobody getting rid of police, cause let me tell you something, I hate to tell y'all, y'all hollering about this crime bill, and your uncle was locked up, look, y'all 25, 30 years old, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, we was outside with your uncle, some of us was your uncle, some of us was your aunties, and they did that shit, okay, now maybe they ain't need to get locked up for the rest of their life, but they did that shit, okay, they sold the drugs, they fired the guns, they sucked the dicks, they stole the plants off the porches, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 uh, you know, sold the crap, you know, they shot up the streets, they was moving the drugs, they was moving the dope, they was moving the weight, they was shooting up the playgrounds, they was doing all of that shit, okay, they did it, it was Reaganov's crack era, they did it, we was all outside, we all saw it, okay, so, cut the shit, your uncle, maybe didn't have to go to jail for 30 years, but ain't, listen, it was wild, and people wanted it to be done, and people wanted the crime to clean up, and it didn't, you point to all kinds of different reasons why, it really don't matter, the fact is, y'all grew up in, in so much safety, and so much non-threat, that y'all can sit up here now, at 30 and 35 years old, I think 35 is probably the limit of it, um, and you know, talk all this crazy shit about who locked who up, and who wrote the crime bill, and you need to apologize, look, ain't nobody apologizing, we'll apologize, because maybe we went too far, we'll apologize, like, because it has some unforeseen circumstances behind site is 2020, but we not apologize for putting them people in jail, because a lot of them should have been in jail, and a lot of them belong there, and a lot of them is friends of mine that I know, and I know that they belong in jail, okay, um, that shit, y'all have to cut that out, because the bottom line is, the country is not this left, radical 
people want to be able to go to school, pay decent tuition, not be in debt for the rest of their lives, be able to afford a house, be able to afford a car, be able to have some kids, be able to take their vacations and have some extra spending money, and they want their taxes to go to their roads, and they want their taxes to go to police departments to serve them, and, you know, they want some goddamn infrastructure, and we want a high-speed rail, we want all this shit, we want, we want regular shit, okay, and we, all this stuff y'all hollering about, ain't nobody trying to hear all that shit, and all you doing is making it hard, okay, you want these, y'all, progress takes time, I hate to break it to you, I know your parents indulged you, and didn't tell you the truth, and just catered to your every whim, and if you didn't like the, the grade the teacher told you, they ran up to the school and argued with the teacher, and made her change the grade, if you didn't like that you lost the game, and they argued and complained till everybody had to get a trophy, and now you just think every, you're supposed to be always comfortable, and never inconvenienced, and everything's just supposed to go your way, but it doesn't happen, okay, that's not how life works, that's not how progress works, we are moving a little bit at a time, you have done tremendous damage in, in, in these four years that like we could be so much further along had that not occurred, but whatever it is what it is, now we have to try to set things right, but things take time, just in 20 years the movement on the, on gay rights and the LGBT move, back in back in 20, 2000, George Bush and them was running it was all, man, there's a sweet man and woman, I'm against gay men, blah, blah, blah. now people are like, you know what it's, most people are like, you know what, it's people be gay, people be gay, it's really not my business, you know maybe I don't want to watch the orgy, but you know, I, it's just not my business, I don't mind, my cousin's gay, my auntie's gay, my great uncle's gay, my uncle, you know, Uncle Cliff is gay, and you know what, he's not this child molester and all this stuff y'all talking about, he's cool, he's just like boys, or she's cool, she just like girls, Aunt Tom, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, okay, in 20 years, it's moved a long way, progress takes time, okay, y'all motherfuckers want everything, every little special interest, every little feeling that's specific to you to be addressed, and if it's not, then you ready to burn the whole shit down and throw a temper tantrum, take your ball and go away but you know who did not do that? you know who did not do that? you know who 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 shout out for not doing that? And who low key and high key and every other key on the board? Stacey Abrams Stacey Abrams robbed of that joint. now she had me worried for a minute when she was talking to that vice presidential shit cause I was like Stacey come on now you said you was gonna attack the problems in your state do that don't let these stars shining in your eyes and everything and quite frankly I just don't think you have the experience to, to go jump to you know VP Kamala Harris been a senator Kamala Harris been an AG Kamala Harris been in these streets she got you know she she got the she got the, uh, the heft I don't think that you do at this time right go on and do what you said you was gonna do and to her credit she did and I know she had a lot of people working with her, but Georgia has flipped blue, and you can shut my wife mouth wide open, because I, I was not expecting at all for Georgia, I thought Texas would flip before Georgia, I was not looking at Georgia to flip at all, and and until it did, I was shocked, because I was like, I know Atlanta's down there, but it's still Georgia, and and that was because Stacey Abrams went down there, and she was like, look, Democrats, y'all fucking keep focusing on these rural and these swing borders, this is a black state, I'm going down to Savannah, I'm going down to Columbus, is that in Georgia? I'm going down to wherever these other places, it was a whole bunch of blue circles on that Georgia map, and I was like, I don't know where that's at, but I knew where Savannah was, because that's on the coast, and, and, and I'm getting these votes, because they're there, and y'all need to stop ignoring us, and she turned to blue, and listen, whatever credit she gets, I personally would like her to run again, because we know she should be governor of Georgia this time, I'd like her to do it again, and be governor, because these cabinet positions, that's great, and that's sexy, but another thing we really need in this country is we need more democratic governors, I know, I don't know if y'all know, but Texas used to be a reliable blue state, and, um, 
Ann Richards was a longtime female governor of Texas, Democratic, and Texas used to be blue. Back in the like 70s and, and late 60s and 70s, Texas used to be blue. It didn't start going red until Reagan and, you know, the Republican shit took over. But we need more blue states because, you know, didn't, that, that's how the shit with the bathroom laws and, and abortions and all this shit, this is how that happens because you, we need to get these evangelical, don't represent the, the majority, Republican people out of here. We need to get these governors that the will of the people is with us. People want people to be able to have abortions. People want gay people to have rights. People don't want the police to be shooting people in the streets, okay? that The, the majority of the country is on the Democrat side. Democrats just need to, first of all, move, need some fresh blood, move all these old people out who know how to mesh people, who know how to get to people through digital, and know how to get to people through apps, and, and know how to get through people in 2020 and, and beyond. And and I think that Stacey should be governor. I don't think, I mean, you know, if she wants to be cabinet, pick, fine. But I just, I think Stacey needs to be governor. We need governors, we need senators, okay? And all the work that she did in Georgia and, all, and delivering Georgia for, <laughs> delivering Georgia for Joe Biden, listen, man, she gets a gold medal for that, and I think, and I think her reward for that should be to become governor of Georgia, okay? And if you want to run for president later, most presidents are prior governors, some are prior senators, but most are prior governors, because that is the traditional route to the White House, you run locally you know, a lot of them used to be AGs, a lot of them used to be attorneys, um, some of them come from the state assembly, then they go to governor, then they go to the White House, uh, the rest some go, like Kamala did, they go from AG they go to senator, they skip governor, they go to senator, Th- those are the two paths, usually to the White House, right? um I think what Barack was the only congressman. Um, I'm, there may have been some other congressmen, but it's mainly governors and senators who jump to the White House. Okay, um, and I think I think we need more governors and we need more blue states. I can move somewhere, y'all. Like I, I want to leave New York. The only other place I go is California. I wasn't going. I, I toyed with Atlanta for a little bit, but I was like, eh, it's still a red state. But now it's not. If it goes blue, listen, I'm about to open up Zillow and, and check some more rents because with this remote work, we can live anywhere now. It ain't you know? New York is still expensive, and I could get a little little mini townhouse down there, and you know, share it with my future ex-wife, uh, and um, you know, whatever. So yeah hopefully, hopefully it goes, um, she, she gets the governorship, but very proud of her, kudos to her, um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, everybody down in, in Georgia that worked for her, I really think y'all, um, should stop trying to undercut her work, talking about so-and-so and the people on the ground, we understand the people on the ground did it, we understand the people on the ground are the wheels on the road, we get that, but, um, Stacy is the one that was robbed, Stacy is the one who is the highest profile, and Stacy is the one that organized and did all the work, so I mean, like, listen, man, it's too many chiefs, not enough Indians, I'm sure she's gonna acknowledge you, I'm sure she's gonna give you her work, but she is the face, she is the profile, she is the one who was robbed of the governorship of New York, uh, sorry, of Georgia, and she is the one that said, I'm doing something about this shit, y'all not finna do this shit no more, I should be the governor, we see what's going on here, and we, and we ain't letting that shit go on no more, and she went and made it happen, and I never, ever, ever thought she would deliver Georgia, never, ever, I was like, wow, that shocked shit out of me, Pennsylvania, I knew, um, those states, Colorado, and them states out west, um, you know, it's not shocking for them to go blue, but Georgia, man, I thought it would be Texas but, um, you know shout out to her sidebar, yo 
I've said before, I suck at geography. I don't be knowing a goddamn thing about geography. And yo, when they kept putting, <laughs> they kept putting them maps up, I was like, yo, I don't know none of these fucking states in the middle. Like they kept showing, uh, when they showed Georgia and it was all these blue circles, I was like, all right, that's Atlanta. That's Savannah. I had no idea what them other two, I was like, what are, what is this? Like, I think one was Columbus. I think they said, and the other one, I was like, I don't know. No, I know the East coast states and I know that the states with distinguishing shapes. So Texas, I know the West Coast. I don't, actually, I don't know the West Coast. I thought I figured out. I know California. I had no idea. I knew Portland. Is it Portland? Is that the state or the city? I knew Washington and Oregon. See, I knew Washington, and Oregon was above California, but I didn't know which one was which. Now I know Washington is on the top. But when they were showing, they kept, they kept saying Michigan, and I was like. You know, because they showed a map with no state names, and I was like, which one is Michigan? I was like, I know it's at the top somewhere, but I don't know where it is. I know where Ohio is, because I know Ohio touches Pennsylvania. So, I know Ohio. I don't, whatever that is next to Ohio, I'm not, I don't know. None of them states below Ohio. I know um, Kentucky is one of the rectangles, but that, all, all the states that touch Pennsylvania, I know, Ohio touches Pennsylvania, Kentucky, to, so I can tell you Kentucky, but other than that, them shits down the middle, when they was talking about, <laughs> they was like, uh, whatever, uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, I was like, I, I had to Google, I was like, okay, which one is Michigan, which one, okay, got it, Illinois, only reason I know Illinois is because I know it's on the, um, I know where Chicago is, so I can tell you which one is Illinois, because I know Chicago is on the lake, so I'm like, okay, that one right there, all the other shit, I was, I do not know geography, I would be dead dollar if somebody had to <laughs> force me to point stuff on the map, now, when I was in school, we had to know it, you know, for the geography test, and the capital, and the birds, and all that, I knew all that stuff, but certain information in school, you just know you're not gonna need again, and once you pass the test you just dump it, cause like, when am I ever, am I gonna be like put a gun to my head, clip, what state bird to Arizona go, like, I was like, I ain't gonna need to know this shit, so, geography is not my thing, girl, if it ain't the east coast them midwest states, they all squares and rectangles, I could not tell you I know the east coast, I know California Texas, I can tell you Minnesota, because that's fun, if it has a unique shape like Idaho, we know how Idaho is shaped, I can tell you, but them goddamn squares, rectangles, rectangles with like a little knot, I can, I, I don't know, I was so shocked they showed Texas, and they showed El Paso, El Paso was always on the west side of Texas, on that little, I had no, I swear to God, El Paso was down on the Mexican border, like down, like on the coast, I was like, that's where El Paso is, I thought Dallas was where Austin is, I thought Dallas was in the middle of Texas, Dallas is way up, like top right, and Houston, everybody know where Houston is, but I, I, listen, I was shocked as hell, I was like, I had no idea that that's where Austin is, I thought Austin was where Dallas was, I actually didn't know where Austin was, I knew it was, you know, in the middle somewhere, but anyway, um, I just had to say, cause I was confused, boy, they kept, I was like, y'all need to put these words on the stage, y'all know nobody know this shit, so, um, yeah, um, yeah, so, um, 
you know, I really don't have nothing else to say. It's a relief. I knew we were going to do it. I'm proud of us, America, black people. I'm proud you guys came through. And I hope nobody after this ever says voting doesn't matter because it clearly does. Every vote counts. Every ballot counts. And when you get up off your ass and you go in and you make a vote, it makes a difference. That's how you have your voice heard. That's how you count. If you don't vote, you don't matter. Because nobody's gonna come knock on your door and ask you to vote and force you to vote because why should you? It's your future. It's what you want. I am just here to make that shit happen. I, you have to come to me. You have to push me as a, as a politician. You have to let me know what your, what your issues are and what is important to you. And I will work for you, but I'm not gonna convince you, I can't convince you to come out your house and tell me that, I don't even know who the fuck you are, you have to make yourself known, this the whole, they have to earn my vote, I don't know who taught y'all that, I don't know who raised y'all in that way, but it is very backwards, it is very dumb, people have died and marched and sacrificed because they know how important it is, the American Constitution was written, who can vote, who is eligible to vote, who, and, and and it doesn't matter that they weren't talking about white people, they weren't even talking about us, it wasn't said, it don't, I hate to, shut up, it don't matter that it wasn't set up for us, the fact is, a lot of shit that wasn't intended is, okay, you might not have wrote it for us, you might not have intended it for us, unfortunately for you, you brought us here, and now we here, and we ain't going no fucking where, and it's going to apply to us regardless, because you said on the paper, all men, everybody, okay, and it don't matter that you was only talking about land or this, that, and other, that's fine, however, you wrote it this way, and it's gonna be this way, or it's gonna be no way, okay, and so, you say that shit, you're stupid, it doesn't matter that they didn't mean to include you, you're included, cause you're here, and you're an American, and you have rights, and you have entitled to the same fucking um, opportunity to pursue happiness as everybody else, and if you sit back with your arms closed and, and, and arms folded talking about shit, is like, well, how's my life changed, I'm tired of that shit, that's called fucking selfishness, you are a part of a community, you're a part of a country, your life may not my, I'll be honest with you, my life under these four years of Trump did not change at all besides COVID, I'm working in my house now nothing changed for me at all, but that's not the point, change, things change for millions of people, they had, they Still, stealing children from their parents and putting them in cages. People die from COVID. Um, people out of work. People getting evicted. That shit, I that shit sucks, and it should not be. And I, I'm, I'm not gonna sit back and say, well, my life hasn't changed because that's selfish and that's foolish because they just haven't come for you yet because they don't have a mandate to come for you yet, and there's so many examples through history, and black people, y'all just the dumbest ones, because we would've never gotten aware with that attitude, we'd never gotten aware if the enslaved people sat back like, well ain't nothing gonna change for me, I'm gonna be a slave, I'm gonna be a slave regardless, I don't care about no independence day I don't care about no, I don't care, I'm gonna be a slave I'm gonna be a slave anyway, you sure are you sure are, you're gonna be a slave till you die, cause that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, and you fucking taking your, you playing your own self, because the white man don't give a fuck about your temper tantrum, and you pouting, he gonna do what he gonna do, and the only way he gonna stop is if you get up and get in his way, and, and make yourself known, so, if you're still on that dumb shit, hey, lucky for you, it's a free country, but you're a fool, and you probably, I hope you, you should probably feel really dumb watching this historic victory that we just had, where every single vote counted and made a difference, because people got up and voted, and, um, if you don't see it, you know, every, some people just lost causes and, and can't nothing be, be done, so, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but, um, I'm proud of us, um, 
you know, and God bless the United States, and God bless all of us, and, you know, we did it, see y'all next week, bye.